Hey there, welcome back to another episode of Resiliency Ninja. And this is Facha Fridays. Facha, of course, is the sound that a Resiliency Ninja makes as it swats problems out of its way. And today we're going to talk about a problem that you may have and maybe don't even know it, or you may be on the receiving end. And this is a doozy. It is entitled How Not to Be an Ass while networking. That's right. How not to be a jerk. And there are many things that I can do here uh, because networking has been something that I've been teaching since 2006 professionally. And I learned how to do it. I used to be awful at it and I learned how to do it. And now I've spent a lot of my life teaching other people how. Every now and again, though, I come across a hashtag networking fail uh, that really just gets my goat. And this is one of them. A friend of mine, Stephanie, she had a networking call plan, just like you would imagine you would do, you know, to connect with people. She's a, a connector, the sort of what she does and as a, a business owner. And she made an appointment with another networking person and within the early stages of the conversation, the person on the other end said, tell me how this puts money in my pocket or you're wasting my time. Now, if you're starting a well-intentioned networking call and that's the response you get, you're probably going to feel a little bit insulted. The energy of the call obviously plummeted. It did, there were a few other comments that really insulted my friend and it was not a win. So she, of course, what did she do? She made a Facebook rant about it and then she and I met and had a conversation about it as well and she said, yes, I could use it as a sample of what not to do and I want to give it, I want to talk about this from three perspectives. If you are on the receiving end, what do you do? If you're the giver of this, what do you do? And what are the options instead so that you never get to a point where you feel so frustrated with your networking efforts that you want to say to somebody who is a potentially a great contact, tell me how you're putting money in my pocket or stop wasting my time. So first of all, let's talk about it from my friend Stephanie's perspective. The first thing to consider is that most of the advice that came back to her was, oh, you just can't take that personally. What? Of course you're going to take it personally. That is a natural human reaction. And that's one of the reasons I can't stand cliches when it comes to advice because it's like, oh, just let it go. Forget about it. No big deal. Well, no, you're, you're insulted. So what can you do instead? Well, first of all, I want you to acknowledge the true emotion because she was upset and angry that this happened all of that surface emotion, but really, truly at the core of it, it, your ego is bruised. You're embarrassed. You're feeling like somebody didn't see the value in you and put a monetary value on you instead of a human value on you. There are a lot of things there. And so the first thing I want you to do is really unpack your emotion around it so that you can get your head around, okay, what do I need to actually deal with? Is it the anger or is it just my ego's being bruised or I'm embarrassed or I feel uh, upset in a different way? The next thing is to stop 
fueling the fire. When Stephanie and I met, she told me more about the story. Of course, I asked about it because it would been, had been on our Facebook post. And then, you know, we're, we're still, I don't know, a half an hour later and it keeps coming back up, keeps coming back up because she's really bruised by it. And that's totally fair. And at one point I said, listen, enough. We've dealt with it. Like we've talked about it. You're dealing with it and we can't keep looping back around. And often in these sorts of stories, it's the looping, the retelling of the story, the, because every time you tell it, it, it gets another level away from the true emotion of it. And, you know, you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing. So something to do is just to stop. Once you've told the story, stop telling everybody the story. Next thing you could do is to change your perspective on it. And for me, my initial reaction when I heard her say that is it's because this person who I know has probably spent years, actually I know she spent years, networking and networking and networking and networking and networking meetings and networking meetings and networking meetings and networking meetings. Oh my God, make it stop. And she's probably not getting enough value out of it because most people who I end up working with are very busy networking and they're not profitably networking. A very different thing. And so we're going to talk about how do you be more profitable with your networking so you don't have to be an ass when you say things like this. But for me, it was like, okay, from the other person's perspective, I can see it. I can understand what the issue was. And so when you shift the perspective and, and stop putting it all on you and instead in, you know, see it from the other person's perspective, that can really help. Next thing from the receiving end, I want you to learn from it. Did you not have expectations set right up front? Did you uh, meet with the wrong person? Was there not enough of a warm connection then, you know, before you had the call or not a powerful enough introduction? Whatever the case may be, try to learn from it so you don't have to repeat this again on the receiving end. But definitely... I mean, I'll say the cliche, don't take it personally because it's more on the giver's end in this one and you need to process it so that you don't. So that's from the receiving end. What if you're the giver? Because here's the thing, I don't disagree with the sentiment. At the end of the day, we have to stop being busy. We have to stop taking coffee meetings that don't lead to any value. We need to be profitable in our time if you're running a business. At some point, you can't just spend all your time meeting with people, you actually have to do the work. But here's the thing. You can think it. You can plan for it. You just can't say it. <laughs> okay. So you can think, I want to talk to people who are going to put money in my pocket. You can plan for it by taking meetings with people who you see in alignment with or exploring that alignment, but you can't say it at least you can't say it in that way and so directly and so rudely. That's the key. I believe actually that might be the definition of the word couth. <laughs> okay? Think it, plan for it, don't say it. Second thing, I want you to set clear boundaries. When you set up 
your meetings, it's boundaries and expectations. When the meeting is set, ask the question, what are we talking about? What is the plan for our meeting? Why do you want to connect with me? And a lot of people will do, hey, I want to connect with you and get to know you. And then they do like a bait and switch. And all of a sudden it's a like hardcore sales meeting. By the way, that wasn't what this was about. And that happens a lot. Therefore, you have to figure out how can you set boundaries before you ever take a meeting so that you don't. The third thing I want to say from the giver's end so that you're not an ass when you're networking is stop taking past experience and applying it to everyone. We want to learn from our past experience, but we don't want to be jaded by it. And I think that that's what happens. So somebody who has been taken advantage of, uh, in this case, someone who everybody wants to connect with and is sick of doing all the networking meetings and not getting any revenue for it, obviously there's a frustration level there. And you can't assume that every person you meet with is out to get you or is going to try to take advantage of you or just want something and is never going to contribute to you. We want to set boundaries and set expectations so that you can achieve more value from your relationships. And we don't want to assume that everybody is going to be in that negative category. So what can you do instead? Because again, I agree with the sentiment. Let's create meetings. Let's do networking that is going to have a higher level of value for you. First of all, I suspect what happened was there was a connection at a conference and it was like, hey, we should have a talk, you know, chat and whatever. And probably one of the two people didn't really want to say yes because she's jaded. The first thing then that you want to do is learn how to say no professionally and with respect and you are allowed to say no. The next thing is limit the number of meetings you do so that you can save time. So keep your connections going. You will always want to make time for that and save like your main time and your high productivity time for actually doing the things that earn you money, which is great, you know, proactive sales, thoughtful marketing, serving clients, asking for referrals, doing things that make you money and then add on and insert the connection non-direct money-making uh, meetings for times other, other than when you are just, uh, when you're in your prime, okay? So in your low time activities. The other thing is most people set a meeting for an hour or 30 minutes. That's our default. And just because your calendar app makes a meeting at 30 minutes does not mean that you need to keep it at 30 minutes. I started doing what I call 15 minute virtual coffees because a lot of people, you know, will reach out to me and they want to spend time with me. And so I have limited the number of opportunities I have available for that in, in a given week. And I allow people to book time with me in a virtual capacity. So either Zoom meeting or by phone or Skype, whatever the case may be. And I limit it to 15 minutes. Because I will always give another human being 15 minutes. What I used to do is accept coffee meetings that would ultimately take at least an hour. And as soon as you've got me around for an hour and you own a business 
and or if you're going through a challenge at work. I cannot turn off my coaching and consulting brain. So what did I end up doing for so many years is I gave away free advice. And I don't do that anymore because that's not respectful to my paying clients. It's not respectful to my time. And there's a way to manage it by doing 15-minute calls. In that 15 minutes, if there's a great connection, if we see a reason to continue the relationship and stay connected, often we just go to social media and, and stay connected that way. Uh, some of those people have then booked a call with me to have me coach. And that's great. Then they're paying coaching clients and that's a very different story. So I think the receiving, the giving, and what can you do instead, those are some different ideas on how you can not be an ass when you're networking. And the, the key there is don't tell people that they need to line your pockets uh, when it's a connection meeting. Now, if it's a sales meeting or somebody's trying to sell you something, you can say whatever you want because you're the buyer, uh, but not during a true connection meeting. Wherever you're listening to this, if it's on video and you get the cute cameo of Winston, oh, he's moved out of his chair. Sorry, you don't get that. <laughs> then that's great. Please like it. Please share it. Uh, show it to your friends. It, you know, Maybe you know somebody who needs to hear this message because they're a bit of an ass when they're networking or somebody who takes it too personally when somebody else is not kind. And if you're listening on the podcast only area uh, from audio, uh, thanks for being here. Definitely push subscribe. It takes nanosecond to push five-star review and it takes under a minute to write a review. And I would love for you to do that because that's how we can get the word out about all this message. If you think it's important enough for you to listen, then I bet you, you know, somebody else who wants to listen too. So Thank you. Have a wonderful day. And until next time, this podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. <laughs>